Um, you know, I think it, you you all, you can get fooled a little bit when you're making, you know, um, you know, you're making a lot of shots at a given time. Um, you, usually, you know, there's some correlation between making them and them being open. You know, I think for us, it's the type of shots that we're getting. You know, I thought we passed up a lot of shots um, early in the, the Sacramento game. Um, and, you know, that, that I think is part of us kind of finding our identity again. Um, it, it's easy to pass them up if you miss the first couple. So um, I, I really I want to see us run as much as anything. It's a type of shots we're getting. I thought the shot that Boyan had at the end of the game you know, it was very telling and that I think that was our first three of the fourth quarter. Um, but a couple of shots prior to that were good shots. They just didn't go in. And I think that's the, uh, as far as how our offense is functioning, you know, every team's a little bit different. So, you know, the way that Sacramento tried to apply pressure on the ball, um, you know, you'll see Denver, you know, they're, they're really big and, and take up space and, so every, every team's a little different, and I like to look, especially at this point in the year, you know, just how, we, how efficient we are in executing the game plan to get good shots, which is always a little bit different. Um, so I didn't really give you a great answer whether I'm happy or not happy. You know, I just I want to see us keep, keep getting better, and I think our guys have an idea of how to play, and if we play the right way, I think eventually we'll make shots. Kind of relatedly, like Donovan's inside the arc percentage has yeah, I, you know, I think Donovan, the last two games, and maybe this is to the point, I think he's played outstanding offensively. <laughs> you know, I, I think he's, he's gotten, I felt like he's gotten in the lane, he's gotten fouled, and he hasn't gotten to the line on some of those calls. I think some of that settles in with everybody trying to figure out what's a foul and what's not a foul right now, whether it be, you know, he's used his strength. Um, but for him, you know, taking his off the dribble three is something when that's there, you know, just to take it. Um, but, you know, he had a, a, a timely mid-range pull-up, um, you know, against OKC. You know, he's had, and this is going to continue to happen, he's had, you know, the, whoever the best defender is on the other team. And I thought he's, he's really handled those matchups well and that um, he's found ways to involve himself in the game, um, you know, off the ball. And, you know, I, I think he's getting better. Um, and whether it's – he can score at all three levels. You know, if he can get to the rim – He's got his mid-range, you know, he can catch and shoot three and he can shoot off the dribble. So um, sometimes when you have those options, um, you know, you have the opportunity to read, but those reads aren't as easy as sometimes um, it, it looks like, especially if you've got Dort or Davion Mitchell or someone, you know, trying to guard you pretty hard. Mm -hmm. And he's like, 
that's a bit of a silver lining to that because it really gave him sort of a different object on the game. Have you seen maybe that side of him progress over the last couple of months that he played a little differently? I, I honestly, I think he played that way on some level in the playoffs the year before against Denver, too. Um, the difference was this past year, I think he, he didn't have the burst to attack the rim as much. Um, you know, one of the things as, you know, Donovan's so explosive, um, but if you look at the best players in the league, you know, people's athleticism and talent starts to kind of... Um, become more comparable, and, and that's when the reads and the footwork and all those things become even more important. And I, I think he understands that, to your point. Um, and that's, those are the things that he's working on, you know, right now, um, is if they cut you off here, what's your counter? And so as you build those different counters in, usually that has to do with playing with your feet as much as anything. You know, I think it's important. Um, I also think that there's a process of clarification that, that it's going to need to have happen. You know, I, I think in my mind, you know, having been a part of the, the competition committee and sat in on, you know, all the dialogue, there's been a tremendous amount of focus and, and effort and work, you know, put into um, – you know, the determinations the that, that, that are being made, you know, on what's a foul, what's not a foul, what's an offensive foul, what's a defensive foul. And, and I think by and large, those, those discussions happen when, you know, there's a critical mass of people that feels like we, we can make the game better, you know, by looking at some of these things. But that said, you know, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of subjectivity involved. That's what makes, refereeing basketball so difficult you know when you're talking about gaining an advantage or an impact or a lot of things that that are that are difficult to judge and I think over time um, players will adjust referees will adjust um, you know and we'll see it start to come I don't want to say be more consistent but I think both both the referees and the players are going through the same thing you know and, and sometimes you can you know, you, you can look at that um, as two different parties, but if you, if you see it as kind of a, a collective effort, um, you know, to find a, a good place, I, I think there's certain things. The, the physicality is the thing that's, that's going to be the most difficult. Um, you know, who's able to, quote-unquote, gain an advantage and how. It's, those, are, those are hard things to see. I think some of the more obvious ones where you're, you know, you're clearly – hooking someone or, or doing something that's not a basketball move to gain an advantage. But, you know, when someone's pushing you and riding you and, you know, you have the ball, you, you know, you being able to stay low and maintain your space and often involves if someone's pushing on you, you have to push back to keep your line in the basket. And um, those are the ones that I think are, are, are challenging. But I, I know, you know, like I said, I know how much, you know, effort and work and thought has, has gone into the whole thing. And, Anytime you judge something like the Jazz shooting in two games, it becomes difficult. So I just think everybody's got to stay at it. And there'll be a process. You know, that communication doesn't stop over the course of the season. You know, whether it's Monty McCutcheon or them working with the officials, those guys work. I don't think people realize how much film that officials actually watch. You know, those guys really, they work, um, you know, they work at their craft and, and, uh, 
yeah, as do the players. So every, when everybody cares, you know, you usually get it right eventually, but it's always, you know, it's not always an easy road. I think that the, the, what makes his skill set so unique is his size. You know, I mean, you, you see, you know, he, he basically plays like a point guard. You know, he can score like kind of like a wing, getting to the rim and driving. He's got post moves and counters, and you know, he can shoot. You know, when he turns and shoots his his turnaround, it's virtually unblockable. Um, I, I don't I don't want Rudy to be cautious. Um, I want him to be disciplined. And, you know, if he's disciplined, you're, you're going to have possessions where there, there's a lot of possessions with Nicola that are, you play really good defense. We have that expression like good defense, better offense. That happens a lot with him. Um, but if you, those are, if you can say you played good defense, you know, that in and of itself um, is where you have to be. And then, the, the, you know, the thing that makes it hard, as you mentioned, is, is his ability to pass and, you know, all the cutters and, 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 and people that he can find, um, which puts pressure on the other guys. So I, I think, you know, you don't guard him with one guy. Um, he's um, very difficult to double team. You know, I think people have, have found that. That doesn't mean you never do it. Um, but a lot of times you double team someone and they can get rid of the ball and just kind of make someone else beat you. You double team him and he can still beat you um, because he's so big and he sees over double teams and they cut so well and they have so much size. So um, it's, he's unique. He's unique. I love, I mean, he's, you know, if it's, I don't know if you're allowed to, you know, kind of have a favorite player and things like that as a coach, but, and there's probably a few of them, but he's one of the guys that, you know, that I, I really in, enjoy enjoy watching. I don't enjoy scouting him as much as I just do watching. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, we had to make sure that we had our his coffee right. Yeah, Boris and I have a the evolution of our program um, from our protein shakes to our coffee is a good barometer. And Boris Boris helped us a lot figuring out. That's that's how we got him to come to shoot around. We just set set a double espresso right on his chair, and he was on time every time. Okay.